0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mr. Max Science and Subjects Podcast. is going to be a pretty short one, hopefully, about the Dunning-Kruger effect and the way it impacts your life and what you do. I gave a talk about this to a lot of the classes at the beginning of the year this year, but it's been a while. You guys might not remember it, and some of you guys did not hear this in the first place. Anyway, the basic idea behind the Dunning-Kruger effect is that people who are bad at a particular job or task often lack the knowledge to realize that they are bad at something, and then they fool themselves into believing that they are good at it because they don't have any real frame of reference for what a good job or a bad job actually looks like. The opposite of that is when people are actually very good at something, but they underestimate themselves because they have so much knowledge about what an actual really competent job looks like They don't think that they themselves are up to that quality, up to that ability, so they think that they are very bad at the job when in fact they are very good. A lot of this comes down to the individual's personality and the culture that they're in, but I'm sure all of you have experienced this at some point, where you think there's something that you know a lot about or you think that you're very good at, but then you find out later that, oh no, you're actually not that good at this this whole time and that you still have a lot of improving to do before you are actually really good at it really relevant to the CTE classes because even with the training over the past two years or that you will have over the course of two years from these classes once you get on the actual workforce you may find yourself realizing that you're not as good at something as you thought you were while you were still at school I gave this example about myself before but After I graduated college, I got a job at the Buffalo Zoo, thinking that I was a very good reptile keeper. I kept reptiles and other exotic animals as pets, and I thought I was very good at this. Then I got to the zoo, and I realized that I was not actually good at this at all. I was never gonna be able to handle venomous snakes. I was nowhere near that level of expertise as the actual professional zookeepers. I was never gonna be able to work with really giant snakes or like the crocodiles or alligators or anything really dangerous. I thought I could handle myself around reptiles and stuff like that, but as it turns out, I was nowhere near the level of competence that was required. One of the most obvious places that you will ever see this is if you happen to play a lot of online video games, especially like team-based ones. And you find that the people who lose the fastest, like let's say you're playing like World of Tanks, because I'll give that example because I play that game a lot. The people on the team who get destroyed the fastest and accomplish the least are usually the ones who seem the most overconfident and then get the most angry at the rest of the team for doing what in their eyes is a bad job. When the reality is they themselves were the least competent members of the team and they accomplish less than anybody else. But they have a very bad frame of reference, a very bad, poor understanding of what actual competence at this game looks like. So they try to give like directives and try to command people to do what in their eyes would be good ideas and good strategies when in reality, they are awful at this. They don't know what they're doing and the advice that they're giving is terrible one of the ways that you can avoid this in terms of like real life stuff i mean video games who cares whatever but when it comes to actually doing real work in the real world when you're first starting something try to be humble don't try to direct other people who have been doing this longer about how to do their jobs they probably know more about this than you do even if you think that you're really good at this and you get in there don't step on people's feet who have been there longer and know more about how to do this job. That doesn't mean that you have nothing to contribute, that there's nothing that they can learn from you. But there's a difference between being able to share useful insights and knowledge and then acting as though you are better than everybody else, when the reality is if you just started, you're probably not better than anybody else there. The opposite of this effect is sometimes called imposter syndrome, where people who are actually very skilled and qualified at a task have almost too much of an understanding of what real competence looks like and they in turn start to really underwrite and understate their own accomplishments and they fool themselves into thinking that they are worse at something than they actually are this can happen a lot with people entering a new field or like a new college or something like that back where they came from like back in high school or their previous college a person may have been very good at music let's say they may have been the best musician that they came from in high school but then they end up in a music school a dedicated music college like potsdam or something like that and they then see how good other people also are they're no longer the by far the single best musician at the school anymore now they have to compete with other people that might give them the wrong sense that they are much worse at this than they are the shock of realizing that there are other people who are also extremely good at this might fool people into thinking that they themselves are actually very bad at this and they don't belong there they don't deserve to be there don't fall for that either it's a hard thing to really gauge unfortunately but try to find the balance between the accomplishments you have already and how worthwhile they are and how much more growth you still need to make don't fall for the imposter syndrome because that Will oftentimes make people actually do worse than they normally would. Like a musician suffering from imposter syndrome would oftentimes actually become worse at the music that they're making because they think that they are bad at this, and then it becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. On the other hand, don't overrate your own skills and accomplishments either because that can make you very hard to get along with, and then reality can come at you very fast when you actually start doing not a good job. So then the combination of not being that good at this to begin with and then all of your co-workers and partners don't really like you anyway, you may find yourself without a job very quickly. Another thing to be mindful of is something called the Peter Principle. Once you guys get out into the workforce, the Peter Principle is the idea that people tend to get promoted until they are no longer good at the job. Like, let's say, at a car repair shop, the single most skilled mechanic might be selected to be promoted to being the manager, which sounds like it makes sense. The best employee becomes the best choice for the manager, except the skills that make someone good at one level, in this case, a good mechanic, does not automatically translate to them being a good manager. Someone may be very good at being a mechanic, but then end up being a very, very bad manager. Just try to be self-aware about where your strengths and weaknesses lie. If you're being offered a promotion, great, take it as a compliment. Whether or not you should accept that promotion depends on your own skill set. If you feel like you might actually be very bad at being a manager and you'd be better, more capable, and more competent staying where you are, you're probably better off staying where you are. My father made this choice multiple times over the course of his career. He was offered to be the regional manager for free to lay for most of Western New York several times and he kept turning it down because he knew that he would be bad at that job so he just stayed at the level he was at and then remained good at his job and then things ended up mostly for the best unfortunately trying to actually really properly gauge your own success and failure and your competence and your weaknesses Can be very, very hard, and I don't have any really good advice about how to do that because I don't think I'm that good at really appraising my own strengths and weaknesses either. Just try to remain self aware, try to be mindful about what you're good at, what you're not good at, be confident in yourself, and stay humble at the same time. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay alive, and I'll see you around another time.